welcome to another episode of the Bad Buddhism Podcast, the podcast of personal power with your host, Anthony Boyd. So I've decided to get off of social media for the next 30 days. I started back on October 30th, and this decision was just a little, uh, I guess, a little a little cleanse, not necessarily a cleanse because social media doesn't really affect me the same way that it affects everybody else. I tend to go on social media for jokes, laugh, comedy, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, typically on the weekends, but I'm engaging in these passion projects which are the uh, badbuddhism.com website and the Bad Buddhism podcast, the podcast of personal power. I've adopted that little, uh, I guess, the name uh, personal power or the term personal power to define my message in these podcasts and in the articles that I write. I just finished up an article um, on the website. Let me get the name for you guys. I don't I just wrote this and I don't even remember the name. It's a really long article. It's called A Lesson in Boundaries and Human Behavior. A lot of us lack boundaries in our day-to-day lives, in our personal lives, and in our professional lives, and it is causing us much distress, which is one of the reasons why I decided to take a little fast from social media to see if my work production, work capacity increased at all. I usually take these little information fasts, these little media fasts to increase my productivity and to either intake more information in one area, such as reading, and just to develop more content and produce more uh, material for my own selfish purposes. Now, a lot of people don't dig that. A lot of people are completely attached to social media, and that's fine. But if you are listening to this and would like to do these this little 30-day challenge with me, then just uh, you know, go to one of my articles and leave a comment because um I'm not available at all. Not through email, not through phone, not through social media. I just one day decided to up and uh just up and stop. Just up and stop, uh just up and get off of social media for the following 30 days. So yeah, there's that. Um, so what I want to discuss today on this podcast is personal power, what it means. I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about, I want to talk about I'm sorry, just have to fix this. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about personal power. I want to talk about affirmations. I want to talk about practical psychology. Might touch on spiritual warfare a little bit as well. Um, personal power. What is personal power? I take personal power to mean that it is our ability to assert ourselves in this crazy, crazy world that we live in. Our ability to get what it is we want, uh, our ability to fulfill our purpose, 
<clears throat> and the means of fulfilling these purposes and the means of asserting ourselves and the means of getting to where we want to go. Now, that's where practical psychology comes in. Practical psychology is literally what it means, practical psychology. It's a practical, pragmatic way of applying tools and techniques to reach actualization, even though I don't believe that anyone reaches actualization in this physical realm. But it's always nice to get as close as possible, right? So one of the tools that we use to reach this aforesaid actualization is through affirmations. Now, affirmations are simply thoughts. They could be positive, they could be negative, but the subconscious mind always treats it as neutral, no matter what. The conscious mind always, the subconscious mind always treats it as neutral. It doesn't know the difference between positive or negative. It just accepts anything that you give it as absolutely true. So when you consistently tell yourself that you ain't shit or you're 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 never gonna be worth nothing and et cetera, et cetera, even when somebody else tells you that, the subconscious mind accepts it as true unless you have a way of guarding the mind with the conscious mind. And how do you do that? You do that simply by staying present. You stay present through mindfulness and you can stay present through single pointedness, through breathing. I have a whole article on that as well on badbuddhism.com. So, Affirmations. A lot of people think that affirmations are woo and abstract. A lot of people don't dig on it. But a lot of people partake in affirmations, whether they realize it or not. You know, the negative Nancy's out there and the pessimistic Pete's out there who don't dig on the the, the memes that that encourage people and that, that are uplifting, but they dig on the memes that are, you know, like some of the memes that I post that tease people. <clears throat> they dig on those. And what I mean by that, what I mean by that is that people accept the negative. They have a negativity bias over a positivity bias. No matter what, there are some people that are just always negative, right? So these people tend to disregard affirmations altogether for whatever reason. But affirmations can absolutely change your life. It is a practical tool in practical psychology. So affirmations, you can set your affirmations up simply by just coming up with a phrase. If you, if you want to be more positive, you could say, I am becoming increasingly positive every day. If you want to become a better writer or a better guitar player or a better ball player, you could say, I'm becoming increasingly insert whatever craft you want to get better at. And I'm increasingly getting better at whatever every day, right? One of the affirmations that I used to say when I wanted to get better at writing is I'm becoming an increasingly better writing uh, writer every day, something like that. It was such a long time ago, seven years ago. <laughs> a funny story about that. When I act, when I absolutely got fed up with 
I guess the the current state that I was in about seven years ago, I wanted to improve my improve my physical fitness. I wanted to improve my uh, mental toughness, et cetera, et cetera. I literally typed up a bunch of pre-written affirmations and posted them all around my apartment. I posted one on um, right next to me on my wall <laughs> in my bedroom. So as soon as I woke up, I saw it. I posted uh, affirmations on either side of my bedroom door. So <clears throat> as soon as I woke up, I walk through that door. I see these two positive affirmations sitting right there. I put one right by the bathroom door. So as soon as I walked into the bathroom, I can see the affirmation. You know, so affirmations are absolutely, absolutely powerful. And when you allow your, um, you allow yourself to be increasingly positive through these practical tools to shape your psyche, it can have a really positive effect on the outcome of your life. So, and these are tools of personal power. These are tools of practical psychology. Um, so yeah, uh, taking this little social media fast, this little information fast, which entails me not really reading much. Um, my phone is on do not disturb. No one can get in touch with me. <laughs> all my phones go to, all of my phone calls go to, um, cause I don't think it goes straight to voicemail. Um, that's the thing with do not disturb. I'm I'm so confused on how to use it. Like I guess you have to add certain people to your uh to to your favorites if you want the calls to come through. I, I really don't know. I've had <clears throat> iPhone since the iPhone four, and I still don't know how to use do not disturb. But if you're listening to this, listening to this, and your friends and family and all that stuff, just know that do not disturb is on, and um. No one can really get through to me right now. So <laughs> I'm going on a wholesale information noise fast. I'm just focusing on what it is that I want to do, my little passion projects, going to, to and from work, and oh, also the gym. Don't forget about the gym. And that's about it. So yes, what did we cover so far? We covered personal power. We covered affirmations. We covered what practical psychology is well why do i call it practical psychology in the first place i call it practical psychology these tools and this this whole thing practical psychology because psychology has gotten and it's since i guess faded but psychology has got its reputation for being a soft science or something that's not really real or it's too abstract it's it's hard to place but Psychology is one of the most powerful subjects you can study. And I wonder why people downplay psychology so much as if we're not in this new wave of a Great Depression, which has not really much to do with finance uh, finance and economics, but more so to deal with mental health. Everybody's on the mental health wave nowadays. And this is something I've been... I've been on for quite a long time and people have actually, you know, like I said before, downplayed psychology, majoring in psychology. Um, shout out to all my psychology majors and graduates out there. Um, they downplay it as if it doesn't have an important place in society. 
right? When people think of psychology, they think, oh, well, psychology doesn't really make that much money. Well, there's some of us on this planet that's not absolutely absorbed in making money. And to their to their point, I guess, you know, when you major in something like psychology, you have to absolutely get a terminal degree and you have all of these student loan debts that you got to pay back, et cetera, et cetera, if you take out student loan debts. I, I totally get that. But my position is that when you understand psychology and you're willing to help others and you're willing to, well, help yourself, you improve society. And I think that's much more important than focusing on strictly making money, not saying that you shouldn't be making money. I'm just saying that some people value light work over making money. You see, purpose will always outweigh money because purpose is what gets you up out of bed every day. When you have money, that's more of an incentive for you to stay in bed, right? So there are many people that I know went into corporate America made a shit ton of money and go, oh man, what should I do now? You know, a lot, I know a lot of people like that. And money is not an incentive to get up out of bed. And even, I'll even say that when you make the money, you become more of a philanthropist, you know, you want to help people. I really feel like the majority of people are good people and they do want to help, right? So Practical psychology is is a tool that I use in achieving personal power, right? And I like to share these things with you guys in articles and these podcasts and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, that's uh that that's that's pretty much what uh practical psychology means. So yeah. It's Saturday. I was going to save this podcast for Monday. I was going to do it on Monday because that's usually when I want to record and probably release these podcasts. But I decided to just do it now because I don't know. It felt like it. I enjoy doing these podcasts. I enjoy talking to you guys and I enjoy the feedback. One thing I need to figure out how to do is I need to figure out how to upload this on iTunes and Spotify and other these other podcast networks. That's going to take some time. And in the last episode, I talked about how easy it is to record a podcast. Super fucking easy. All you need to do, first of all, is have something to say. Like this podcast is about personal power. Um, if you like money, you could talk about money. If you like women, you could talk about women. If you like, you know, cars, you could talk about cars, clothes, whatever. I was talking to a coworker today about him starting a podcast, but it seems like, it seems like, I don't know, he seemed kind of hesitant behind it, you know, and it's just so fucking easy. You know, I literally just bought this mic, plugged it into my laptop, hit a button, and now I'm just rambling to you guys, right? And I feel like podcasts are important because it gives you an outlet to express yourself, it gives you an outlet to say what's on your mind because everybody has value to bring to the table. Even though it may not seem like it, I feel like everybody has value to bring to the table, 
right? You know, I think that it may not seem so because everybody is just enamored with social media and um, everybody's just caught up in this noise. Everybody's caught up in this noise on social media. Everybody's just constantly consuming news, negative news. Everybody has a negative negativity bias. And it's just a whole bunch of things that are, you know, clouding a lot of people's inner voice. But I feel like these podcasts are really good because if you tune out social media and just do your own thing and just get on this mic and start talking, you might have some value to bring to the table, right? So, yeah, with that being said, there's something else I wanted to say about these, about this podcasting thing. There's something else I wanted to say. Uh, but anyway, um, this stuff is easy. I just need to figure out how to upload this onto iTunes and and Spotify. And the key too is to stay consistent. A few people I know started a podcast and then they stopped. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I think I'm I'm noticing that there's this wide open lane for blogging. And podcast, well, not necessarily podcasting. Podcasting is, I don't even know if it's becoming saturated, to be honest. I don't believe that something like a podcast can become saturated because you have your own voice. You know, you have, your voice will always be unique. You'll never, you'll never really sound like anybody else. You'll always sound like yourself. Maybe starting off, you'll sound like some of the people that you typically always like listen to on the radio or whatever podcast that you listen to, you, you start off sounding like them. And then slowly but surely you'll start to, I guess, sound like yourself. You know, you, you're more of your, your, your uh, inner voice will start to come out and you start speaking your truth. And I like listening to a wide array of, of podcasting because it's like you're having a conversation with the person you're 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 into you're diving into the the inner world of the person that's speaking and oh it's even better when they have guests on because you get to know the guest one of the most influential podcasts for me as far as learning etc is the joe rogan podcast that guy is so curious about everything and that's how i am i'm a gemini ascendant i don't know if you guys are into Vedic astrology, but the Gemini ascendant is the person that is curious about everything. They have a broad um, knowledge and understanding of pretty much everything. And they are, it's funny enough because Geminis are typically the communicators. Gemini is the, the, the sign of communication and is ruled by Mercury, right? So I'm all over the place. This is why I love social media. I love podcasting. I love doing videos on YouTube. Um, I like writing blogs. That is my that is my Gemini ascendant coming out. So with the Joe Rogan podcast, he has a wide array of guests on his show, ranging from fucking scientists, comedians, of course, of course, because he's a he's a comedian. Um, uh, scientists, bodybuilders, powerlifters, strongmen. Um, doctors. Uh, uh, he has so many people 
on his podcast and you can learn so much. It's like having conversations with these people because these podcasts run anywhere from one hour to four hours is the most I've seen it run to. Um, it's just, it's just so, so amazing. Easily, easily connected. It's easily to be, it's easy to get connected to these people who you wouldn't have no idea of if people didn't start uh, uh, podcasting, if you didn't start that podcast. And it's my hope to eventually have guests like that on, or some of my peers on, some people who are afraid to speak up and talk on these podcasts. Um, just got an idea. Maybe I can do like call-in shows where some people call in and, you know, they talk about whatever they want to talk about. And yeah, this is just so much fun. So much fun. Real easy to do. And it's therapeutic. It's definitely therapeutic. Um, I just wish more of you would stay consistent with the stuff that you do because there's this one um, podcast called uh, Cool Critiques. And that woman released three podcasts and then just fucking disappeared off the face of the earth. Now, I know she probably has her own personal thing going on and all that stuff, but she's a lawyer. And I think people who have terminal degrees and higher, higher education should be the ones, should be the ones, the first ones to be talking about um, talking about their lives or talking about whatever they feel like talking about. Um, my brother is actually in med school, speaking of people with higher education, and I'm going to have him on the podcast probably towards the end of the month and give you guys some insights into the application process to med school and what it's like to be in med school and all of that stuff. So yeah, we're in a very exciting age of information. But also, also, we need to be wary of information overload because it can drown out our inner voice. So, yeah, on a Saturday night, 6 was 6.15 p.m., I'm in here recording this podcast. And, yeah, um, such a wide open lane for blogs, though. The good quality blogs are are gone. And I think that has a lot to do with, again, social media. People are so distracted and scrolling and concentrate. Their concentration is gone. And I wrote an article about concentration as well. It's called You're Giving Away Your Potential. And in that article, I go into how your attention is being poured out. A lot of people don't even realize it, that their attention has been zapped and used to make money by all of these platforms, these advertising agencies, making all this money off of you, et cetera, et cetera. And I think we need to get back. If anybody's interested in starting a blog, that's a great way to um, build a brand these days. If you want to talk about anything, if you want to talk about kittens, if you want to talk about hair, whatever you want to talk about, if you want to talk about cars, et cetera, et cetera, I think a blog is still a good way to do it because there aren't that many good quality blogs out there anymore. 
when I started blogging again recently, I was looking for some other blogs that are actually doing well, that aren't cheesy, that are authentic, that have a a, a voice, that aren't trying to be all SEO'd out, right? SEO, uh, search engine optimization. People are literally writing for search engine optimization. And now I, I know that you have to, you know, market your stuff, market yourself and all that stuff. But I don't know, man. Like I, I, I miss I miss the era when there were good quality blogs out there that were actually informing. You know, um when I started surfing the internet and looking for information to build myself up, to learn about different things, blogs were very helpful and for me to do that because I wasn't going to read a scientific study on whatever it is I was searching up I was not going to do Google Scholar I was not going to no I was not going to consult a scientist it's it's so much more valuable and useful and relatable to talk to somebody um who's done it for themselves and who's documenting that process through a blog now it seems that people have given up on blogs altogether and they're trying to microblog via Twitter and social media. And all I see people doing now is arguing about politics and going back and forth and, you know, just pretty much dying on hills of nothingness in this virtual reality we call social media. And again, I'm not ragging on social media. It's just that I love social media. Social media is useful. It's amazing. But what I'm noticing that is that people don't even interact on social media anymore. It's like all content push, right? And bots. It's just a whole bunch of bots. You post a picture, you put a few hashtags, and bots are flooding your comment section. It's like, it's ridiculous. So that's one of the reasons why I took a little hiatus or I'm taking a little hiatus from social media is to be one of the people that creates quality blogs, quality content. And just working on that craft. So if you want to check my stuff out, you could go on badbuddhism.com, leave some um leave some comments on the topic at hand, add to the discussion, because that's what this brand is about. That's what these podcasts and these blogs are about. It's about having discussions and edifying personal power within one another, right? So yeah. Um, that's pretty much, that's pretty much that, it's pretty much that, um, hmm, yeah, so I'm trying to figure out how to, trying to really figure out how to upload this to iTunes and Spotify. If you guys know how to do this, just let me know. Because right now, this is strictly on SoundCloud. I'm going to try. I'm not going to make no commitments on this. I'm going to release these podcasts consistently, but I'm not going to make a commitment on releasing it every week. I only want to make these when I have something to talk about. And that's um, that's important to me. Speaking when I have something to talk about, right? Or when I have some value to give, right? So, oh my gosh, this is so 
It's so easy, so enjoyable. I was supposed to do this back in July, but I don't know, I fell off. Like I started recording, to be honest, I actually didn't fall off. I started recording these um, via voice notes and I was like, put like a little picture over the over them and then upload them on YouTube. And eventually I just stopped. I just stopped for some reason. I think, oh, I know what happened. I was grinding the whole first half of this year. I was so busy with everything. And when July came around, I was experiencing some some symptoms of burnout. So I decided to take like a, I took a two week vacation at the end of August. And then I took another week vacation in September. And then I just never, I just never got back to being serious about the podcasting. And then, I don't know, came back full circle though. I think I got the radio gene. I might have the radio gene. I might've gotten that from my dad. So yeah, came back full circle. This is uh exciting. Um I just can't believe that we have we literally have what about a month and 28 days left in the year. And that is fucking scary. The end of the decade. We're about to really go into the next decade. We're about to go into 2020. It's very interesting. Very, very interesting. I'm very interested in seeing what the future holds. Very interesting. Um, Before I left social media, I saw this weird post. I follow a lot of weird content on social media that really stimulates my imagination. And I follow this one account and it's called, it's, it's pretty much called Ask Me, Ask Me Anything. And it was about this... It's about, it's it's from Reddit and it was about this guy who met this supposed time traveler named Jerry. He's from the year, I believe, 2137. And he starts talking about a series of events that happen throughout the next 117 years, if my math is correct. And... One of the things that I found interesting is that this time traveler, quote unquote, it could be, it could just be a guy that's delusional or mentally ill or schizophrenic or whatever, but it's still very interesting because it, it's, it's kind of, it's one of those things that seems plausible, right? And I'm a, I'm, I'm a physics junkie. I'm into time travel and all that stuff. So I could be biased, but one of the things he mentioned is that AI takes pretty much takes over which is what we can see that we can see we're going in that direction if a lot of you a lot of you don't realize it or don't see it by now then you must be blind i think everything is pretty much ai run i have four alexas in my um place right now and i'm pretty sure she's listening to everything collecting data on me and figuring out how to uh uh, integrate with my life and all that stuff. I just wish that when I tell Alexa to turn the lights on, that she would do that. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, if you cannot see that AI is pretty much going to take over, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you. But anyway, back to the point, cause I'm getting off topic here. Jerry said that 
we end up going into this virtual reality realm where we get goosebumps as I talk about this because I really, really think that this is going to happen. We end up leaving our bodies and our consciousness gets uploaded into this ether or or, or or database or virtual reality. And within a few microseconds, AI supposedly boots us back to our bodies and we get left with an error message that says something to the effect of don't ever do this again or something like that. And that shit is fucking scary to me because that is totally plausible. Again, look at social media. Look at social media in the way that people are so enamored with it. People are so absorbed in social media. It's 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 crazy. You you walk down the street, and I know this is overplayed, but you walk down the street, you see people pointing the camera at their face, taking a selfie or taking a video and all that stuff. You see people in the gym taking pictures, and I'm guilty of it too, taking pictures of their, their, their pumps or whatever it is. And then you see people just in their phone scrolling, scrolling, walking and scrolling, walking, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. The scary thing is that they, I never see anybody bump into anything when they're, when they're walking and scrolling. So it's like we are already uploaded in this virtual reality in a sense. And this time traveler, it just seems to be absolutely on the money about it um in this in this time traveler um this time traveler story another thing that kind of like this seems plausible i mean everybody sees thinks that this would be plausible too but this time traveler said that in the next i guess i don't remember the exact dates but maybe the next 50 years america supposedly splits into uh a series of states and there's no more federal government etc etc that's fucking scary too that's scary too but um yeah man just a few creepy creepy things i want to share with you guys but um i don't know that virtual reality ai thing just really took me for a trip because i'm very much into sci-fi virtual reality into uh all of that stuff. So, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, I think that's about it. I just wanted to touch base with you guys, let you know that if you guys don't see me on social media, it's because I'm taking a huge break. If you guys don't, if you guys are calling me, forget it. You know, friends, family, you guys are calling me, forget it. Because I got Do Not Disturb on until probably the end of the month or probably permanently. If I find that being disconnected from my phone is actually, which sounds ridiculous, I really feel like I should get a flip phone. But if I find that being disconnected from my phone to the extent that I'm disconnected now serves to be more invigorating and my, my life is more enhanced because I'm disconnected from my phone, then this might be a permanent thing. It might be a permanent thing. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I might just 
stick to the computer, blogging, podcasting, and that's probably the only extent to which you guys will hear from me. So there's that. Or we can get back to texting because a lot of people don't like to text anymore. We can get back to phone calls because a lot of people don't like to uh, call people on the phone anymore. I miss the days when it was like, yo, call me after nine. And I'd be having these long ass phone conversations with girlies and some of my friends and stuff like that. Kind of miss that. Because now that I'm logged out of social media, I'm noticing that my inbox on my phone is typically dry. Not that I'm really checking for it, but my inbox is dry. Not really communicating with people that much because everybody's so involved in social media. But, um, oh, one time back in May, I was at a graduation and I briefly lost my phone for about an hour and 30 minutes hour and 30 minutes how i remember because those hour that hour and 30 minutes was was some of the most peaceful peaceful minutes i've experienced all year which sounds bad because you don't really realize that you're caught up in the nonsense or you're you're caught up in being you know uh busy or caught up in the noise until you disconnect from it so I had, I was sitting at this uh sitting in this graduation and my phone must have dropped in between the seats because I'm looking for, I, you know when you tap your pockets and you get that sudden uh frantic feeling that panic that sudden panic you're like oh shit I lost my phone damn where's my phone um at first it was panic then I did the you know find my iPhone thing from a friend's phone and I saw that it was still in the it's still somewhere in the building but I just could not find it. It dropped between the seats, but I couldn't find it for nothing. So after a while, I just said, you know what? Fuck it. Because I got insurance on it. I paid a little $150 to get my phone back or whatever, even though it was an iPhone XR. And I was just like, huh, fuck it. So what's so crazy about that, which I find to be so fucking crazy, is my friend, I stopped looking for it after 10, 15 minutes. I stopped looking for it. Not even 10, not even 15 minutes, maybe 10 minutes. But she kept looking for it. And I'm like, yo, it's cool. Like, it's all right. I'll just get another one. Cause I low-key did not want to find my phone. Like, I was just like, I think I'll do without it. I think I'll do without it. And I'm really, as I'm talking, I'm really considering getting a flip phone. Going back to the flip phone days. And I used to like on the flip phone days, me and my friends. <laughs> We used to, um, we used to, it is so funny. We used to bang on each other with the, uh, with the flip phone. You know, when you close the flip phone dumb hard. Yeah. We used to do that shit. And, oh man, the little, the little pleasures that we used to enjoy. Ah, damn. I'm old. I'm old. If you guys are young, like 18 or younger, I don't even know if you guys will remember what a flip phone is. I know you guys won't remember what a rotary phone is. Cause I could barely remember what a rotary phone is if that's what it's called. But um yeah, it was such a great feeling. Like she kept searching for it. I stopped after 10 15 minutes. It was lost for an hour and 30 minutes and I was just so so peaceful. I had so many missed calls and text messages. It's fucking ridiculous. When I finally found it, it's just crazy cuz uh, the role I play at work is like I always have to fucking put out fires do damage control and 
oh man, it's ridiculous. But yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking about making this a permanent thing. By the end of the month, I can really foresee me saying, yo, you know what? I'm about to just, I'm not going to sell my iPhone because I got a lot of shit in there. I got so much stuff in there. But if I really find it to be, if I really find it to be uh, liberating, then I might just go and just keep the data features on. Get, I think I could, I think I could just keep the data features on and I might just get a flip phone for phone calls and stuff like that because... It's two days in, three days in to this little information social media fast, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling amazing. I'm feeling clear, feeling clear. It's it's similar to when I fast. Like I was fasting earlier this week too, and it feels so invigorating. You know, getting back to the natural state of things, and you know. So yeah, I think I'm really heavily considering that. Um, I heard this story where somebody i forgot who i heard it from but somebody had supposedly lost their phone and a police officer had to sort of like calm this woman down because she was frantically panicking like i lost my phone i lost my phone first of all first of all when i lost my phone i had the reassurance that okay i have insurance one two i got everything backed up to icloud and three it was just so fucking peaceful. So if you lost your phone, like, wouldn't you have had the common sense to have already backed up everything to iCloud or whatever cloud you choose to use? Like, some people are just so fucking attached to this thing that they they panic when they lose it. And it's odd. And now I'm starting to sound like one of those anti-smartphone people. But after two days of not really being on my phone that much, I don't know. I don't know where I'll be at the end of the month. At the end of the month, I'll probably end up being full-blown anti-social media, anti-smartphone. Shit. I'll probably go back to, you know, the flip phones and I'll probably just get rid of all phones altogether and just go live in the woods. Probably. Probably not because I love toilets and stuff. So anyway, yeah. Enough with the rambling. Um, I'm having a great time doing these, as you can see. I was supposed to get off the mic about 13 minutes ago, but I kept rambling on and on because I like talking to you people. And I like the feedback that you people give me, too. People are funny as hell. I hope that, because there's a few of you that's listening right now that know they should be creating a podcast, or they know they should be working on a podcast. And some of you have started and then you guys were saying some good stuff and then you stopped and then I'm just like, wow, what the fuck? I thought you were doing this shit, but you end up stopping. But I'm going to, I'm going to go now. I'm going to go now, but I just want to say thank you for listening. I will try, I will try, try to release these at least once a week. And when I do, when I do, I'm going to need you guys to go on iTunes and leave five-star ratings. And I think you could comment on there. I need you to comment because I want to start a community of legit, nuanced conversation. And that's another problem with social media. People do not have the attention span to have nuanced conversation on there. Like, it's just, 
man, I remember the days. I remember the days. I <laughs> sound like an old man. I remember the days when I used to have long, drawn-out conversations with my friends on social media. And those conversations, you know what's so ridiculous? That we have Instagram stories now, right? We've had Instagram stories for maybe two years, two and a half years now. And they recently, maybe like a year now, they added this feature where someone comments on your story or someone writes to you in your inbox. And all you could do, all you have to do is click like, and that's the end of the conversation. You just click like on their response, and that's the end of the conversation. That that's that's weird to me. So not only are we not interacting in person. We're like not interacting at all. We have minimal interaction with one another. Fucking pisses me off a little bit. Cause I like I like talking to people. I like having deep conversations with people. Right? So that is the purpose of this podcast, and that is the purpose of the blog. The blog is for people who like to read. The podcasts are for people who like to passively listen, but I think iTunes have a comment section. I'm not sure if SoundCloud does. I'm not familiar with all these platforms yet because I haven't looked into it. But comment. And when I get the social media back up and running, if I ever, if I don't, either way, I'm going to need you guys to send me questions that you probably want me to answer. Um, If you want to call in and um, talk or anything, I have to figure out how to do that as well. But I'll set up like a, a a fake text-free number or whatever and you guys could call in and then we can make this like a show show i'm going to by next year i'm pretty sure i'm gonna work on creating a video component adding a video component to these podcasts so that you can see my beautiful face as i'm speaking to you all and invite guests over to talk and all of that see if i can start back up a community of good conversation diverse conversation um yeah i i want to stay away from the news i want to stay away from propaganda and all that shit so i want to i want to think of this as sort of like not really a think tank but more like you know those conversations that you used to have in the summertime in the car with your friends one of those one of those where you used to just sit in the car when there was no social media, no phone, no none of that. You used to just sit in the car and just talk about everything and anything. Off and nothing is off limits. You know what I'm saying? And you should just stay outside till like about three in the morning and have these car conversations. And oh, I'm just reminiscing. Those are those were good times. Those were good times. That's what I want this to be like. You know, so for the third time i'm about to breeze thank you for listening go to the website sign up for the email email list um the website is badbuddhism.com the blog for personal power thank you for listening to the bad buddhism podcast the podcast for personal power with anthony boyd thank you for listening i will holler at you guys next week probably no promises peace